We live in a very mobile world. Everyone is in a hurry to get somewhere. Throughout Scripture, God often taught people the greatest lessons along the journey. Today, we continue with Scott Pauling, our study through the great journeys of the Bible. Our prayer is that you will rediscover the adventure of walking with God. Sometimes in life, we are called on to take unexpected journeys. And uh, it's some emergency, some difficulty, some tragedy, something that we would never have chosen and we certainly did not plan. We can't control it. And yet, in the midst of that, God is at work, ruling the good and overruling the evil. Now, I know we're in the Old Testament right now in our study, and we're looking at these great journeys of the Bible, and we've seen Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, and we've come now to Joseph. But if you'll permit me, I want to read a verse to you from the New Testament. Because recently I was reading through the book of Acts again, and I came across this verse. I think if you had to take one verse and say, this is the summary verse, for the life of Joseph, his journey, this is it. Acts chapter number 7 and verse number 9 says, And the patriarchs moved with envy, sold Joseph into Egypt, but God was with him. That, my friends, is one of the most powerful, profound statements in all Scripture. If God be for us, who could be against us? At the end of Joseph's life, he would say, You meant evil for what you did to me, but God meant it unto good. Listen to the verse again. The patriarchs moved with envy, sold Joseph in Egypt, but God was with him. If God be for us, who can be against us? Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Oh, this is the great truth for all who are journeying with the Lord. Friends, God is with you. He promised He would never leave you and He would never forsake you. Now, Joseph's journey, of course, encompasses many chapters in the book of Genesis and a lot of biographical content, and you can read it for yourself. But I want to zero in on this one thing about Joseph's journey, and it is this, the presence of God. It begins Genesis chapter number 39. Really, you can read even prior to that all that God did in his life. But let's pick up the story in Genesis chapter 39, where the Bible says, And Joseph was brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down thither. Here's the statement. And the Lord was with Joseph. That phrase will be repeated throughout the story of Joseph's life and then reiterated in Acts chapter 7, but God was with him. The Lord was with Joseph. You see, the presence of God is what takes care of both the evil and brings the good. It's what protects you and provides. It is what prevents certain things from happening and guides you into all of God's goodness and plans for your life. If there's one thing I want for my life, it is the presence of God. I want to live every day consciously in the presence of the Lord. I want to practice the presence of God every day. And so, very briefly, let me just show you the occasions where this phrase is used concerning Joseph's life and all that grew out of it. We read the first one, Genesis 39 verse 2 says, The Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. So first of all, God's presence caused him to prosper. I'll remind you that the greatest prosperity is not material riches, it's spiritual riches. If you really want to be wealthy, enter into all that's yours in Jesus Christ. And so the presence of God brings true prosperity. Then the Bible says 
that the presence of God also gave him favor. Listen to the words of verse number 21. He's cast into prison. It says in verse 21, But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Isn't it great that the presence of God doesn't just work in the palace, it also works in the prison. So the presence of God that brought prosperity now gives him favor. It gives him mercy. Praise God for mercy. You go on to verse number 23. It says, The keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand, because the Lord was with him, and that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. So there continues to be a prosperity. The Lord God protects him and keeps him and provides for him. Then I would point out to you that the presence of God became a source of blessing for everybody else. Isn't that wonderful? Uh, that Those people that were in prison with him were blessed because of the presence of God in his life. And in the end, his whole family, an entire nation is going to be blessed because of the presence of God in his life. That's not all. The presence of God also kept him pure. You remember uh, that in the midst of all of this, uh, the reason he got cast into prison was because there was a woman who wanted to be immoral with him and he refused. Do you remember what he said? In Genesis 39 verse 9, he says, There's none greater in this house than I, neither hath he kept back anything from me but thee, because thou art his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Wait a minute, I thought nobody was in the house with them. Oh, the Lord's everywhere. And the Lord sees everything. What is Joseph doing? Joseph is acknowledging the fact that the Lord's presence is with him everywhere. He remembered who he was and he remembered who God was. And because of that, God enabled him to keep himself pure. Not only that, the presence of God not only brought prosperity and favor and made him a blessing to others and kept him pure, but the presence of God is what is going to strengthen him in difficult days, in difficult times. You remember the way this story started was he gets thrown into a pit in Genesis chapter number 37. He then comes to a palace. He then ends up in a prison and then in the end back in the palace again. But watch this. It didn't matter what the geography was and it didn't matter what the circumstance was. One thing was constant in every place and that, my friends, was the presence of Almighty God. And I want to say to every person listening today, if you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior... The Lord is with you at this moment. And no matter where you are geographically, and no matter where you are circumstantially, no matter where you are financially, no matter where you are emotionally, God Himself is with you at this moment. Sometimes in the darkest hours, the most difficult days, I have just stopped and I've said, Lord, I can't see you right now. And to be honest with you, I can't even sense your presence right now, but I acknowledge you're here. And I thank you by faith that you are with me and you promised you would never leave me and you would never forsake me. Maybe you need to stop and do that very thing today. Maybe at this moment you need to say to the Lord, Lord, I want to take this phrase as my own, the Lord is with me. The Lord is with me. Come full circle back to Acts chapter 7. But God was with Joseph. God is with you today. And it matters not what you're thinking, what you're feeling, or what you're facing at this moment. The constant in life is the Lord. Look, the world changes. Family changes. Finances change. Your body's changing. But Jesus Christ, He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Can you rejoice that you have an unchanging God in a changing world? And can you rest in the fact that the presence of God will be enough? 
that God is not going to let more come into your life than what you can bear. And with the temptation, he's going to make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. Joseph is a perfect illustration of that principle. And would you today just say, by God's grace, I'm going to meditate on the presence of God. I'm going to talk to God as if he's right here with me because he is. And I'm going to consciously make every effort to think more about him than I am about my circumstances. I think if you'll do that, you'll find that God's presence on your journey, wherever you are, will give you joy and give you strength to not only get through it, but to come out the other side the victor. My friend, I remind you again, if God be for us, who can be against us? Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. He promised He would never leave you and He would never forsake you. But God is with you today. Practice the presence of Almighty God. Thank you for joining us today for this time in God's Word. For additional messages, resources, and helps for your Christian life, visit us at scottpauley.org. We hope you will share the broadcast with a friend and plan to join us again next time on Enjoying the Journey.